The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Engaging conversation with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. A 2.05 on the Thursday edition of the 6.30 Chat Afternoon News. It's Jalen Nye, Andrew Gross on holidays back next week. It's Thursday. Gord Steinke joining me in studio this afternoon. And Good afternoon. what, what a, a day, day it's no. been for news. Yeah, and for Andrew to be, what, on a cruise to Cuba? Yeah, what, he's, he's off somewhere. Cubes, yeah. <laughs> but boy, oh boy, you know, uh, woke up this morning to the news of that uh, shooting in Manitoba, the oh, RCMP. It's terrible. They have three suspects in custody now. That's it's... right. Three suspects still looking for one other. Yeah. Uh, one police officer in hospital, they're saying in stable condition. We'll keep you updated on that throughout the afternoon. But of course, the big news today is the fact that the Federal Court of Appeal has overturned Ottawa's approval of the contentious Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion. Yeah, they Woke were, up to this this morning, Gord. That's right. Well, yesterday we were reporting that, uh, that this court decision could uh, it, well it will it will totally impact uh, you know the the what's going to happen with tra- yeah. Trans Mountain Pipeline and that's what's happened today but a lot of the critics are saying you know the, what a, what a setback this is and it is a setback but it doesn't mean this is is done from what I understand we, the the government liberal government can go and take a look at what the what recommendations that that they have to do to to get in with the guidelines and it's going to be. Well, we're, we're used to delays. With so this it's thing. delayed again. So it's That's delayed again. Talk. It's not over. It's delayed. So yeah. uh, just as a breakdown, to give you a little background before we get into, I'm going to let you hear from the federal finance minister, Bill Morneau. Um, it was a unanimous decision by a panel of three judges, and the court said the NEB's review of the proposal was so flawed that the federal government could not rely on it as a basis for, a basis for its decision to approve the expansion. Right. The court also concluded that the federal government failed in its duty to engage in meaningful consultations with First Nations before giving the project the green light. And we had heard that uh, from a number of First Nations, especially out in B.C. Yeah, so it's a big win for over them. Over the past little while. They want their arguments heard. And now it's now it's up to the government. To, you know, they own the pipeline now. That's the thing. This is, the you know, what well, we all do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they're going to have to do something like start these consultations all over again and, and appease this Court of Appeal. Can they appeal... This. Well, and that's the question, and uh, Bill Morneau was asked that whether or not it will, yeah. um, the, the government will appeal or not. He said they were going, it's a big document, it was almost 300 pages long. Um, they're going through that, and then they will make that decision. So, um, it also, they also said, the court also ruled that the Energy Board review contained a fatal flaw. It excluded the project's impact on marine shipping, and we'd heard a lot of concern that's about this was, as well. Envir- envir- that's why it's such a big win yeah. for the environmentalists, though they are being listened to here. So they said uh, internment that the Energy Board did not assess the potential impact on increased tanker traffic on the uh, southern resident killer whale population and quote that the failure was so critical that the governor and council could not functionally make the kind of assessment of the project's environmental effects and the public interest that the environmental assessment legislation requires. That was in the written ruling by Justice Eleanor Dawson. Again, Mm -hmm. that came out uh, I don't know, 8 o'clock our time 
time uh, this morning. So you know that the Liberal government approved this in 2016. It was a big day here. It was, but yet they're still Alberta. saying, you know, Bill Morneau was saying today that they just inherited a whole rash of problems from That's the previous right. government. So this mm-hmm. goes around and around in a big circle and more consultations to There's come. a lot of finger pointing going yeah. on uh, right now. So um, shortly after the court ruling this morning, company shareholders, as Gord mentioned, voted uh, more than 99% in favor of the sale to the government. Not necessarily surprising there. So, But even with the court decision, the finance minister, uh, Bill Morneau, pledging to push ahead yeah. uh, with the government's purchase of the project number one and said, uh, you know what, simply that the project is in the national interest and simply needs to go ahead. Today we reached two important milestones related to the Trans Mountain expansion project. This is a project that's in Canada's national interest. A project that means thousands of good, well-paying jobs for the middle class that will help us to get a fair price for Canadian resources. At a time when 99% of Canada's oil exports are destined for the United States, it makes sense for us to seek other buyers for our resources. And it's a project that represents a good investment, one that we believe will deliver a real return on investment for the benefit of Albertans, British Columbians, and for that matter, for all Canadians. Today, the Federal Court of Appeal issued its decision related to the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion. We're reviewing that decision carefully, environmental review process, and we made efforts to improve it. We're going to review today's decision to ensure that we're meeting high standards when it comes to both protecting the environment and meeting our obligations to consult with Indigenous peoples. The courts asked us to respond promptly and in a meaningful way to today's decision and has given us some good directions on next steps. As a government, we take our responsibilities seriously. While we want to make sure that the project proceeds, we also want to make sure it moves ahead in the right way. Today, Kinder Morgan shareholders also voted to endorse our government's purchase of the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion and its related assets. Our next step is to close on the acquisition of the project, and we expect that that will happen as early as uh, tomorrow. As we move ahead with the project and with the purchase, our government remains committed to ensuring that the project proceeds in a manner that protects the public interest. That means ensuring the highest level of governance, including environmental protection. It means upholding our commitments with Indigenous peoples. And it means responsibly protecting Canada and Canadians' investment. As we've said since the very beginning, building the Trans Mountain Pipeline pipeline expansion is in the national interest. That's why our government made the decision earlier this year to purchase the existing Trans Mountain Pipeline and the infrastructure related to the Trans Mountain Expansion Project. We chose to purchase the project because it's a sound investment and because as a government we can manage risks that in these particular circumstances would have been difficult for any private sector company to bear. And that's Federal Finance Minister Bill Morneau talking to uh, reporters this morning. He made the statement uh, answering a number of questions as well. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, and, and that raises the question here. There's so many recommendations, and you know, which opens the door for how the consultations all start all over again. They have to look at each and every one of those. Mm-hmm. So I guess the question is, 
do you just go ahead and do that and follow the guidelines that, that they're going or, or can you actually appeal this? As I said, we believe this project is in the national interest. We believe it's it's critically important for our economy, critically important to allow us to diversify the markets to get to international markets. We do know that it has to be done in the right way, which means we will analyze this decision. It's a 275-page uh, decision, and we will respond promptly. That's what the court has asked us to do, and we will do that. But we've not yet gotten to conclusions on the exact response. All righty. Uh, it's 2.13. Some of your texts at 6.30, 6.30 coming in. You can give us a shout at 4960063 as well. Uh, someone says this beneficial plan is taking far too long. How many right ways need to be X'd in? And how about this one? Hey, guys, I'm so happy about our federal court. TMX was a waste of money. Those donkeys in Ottawa need to grow a pair, reopen Energy East, um, and then goes on to say, now if only Notley and Trudeau would step down in shame. Hmm. Cheers. VD. Now, we haven't heard from the Premier yet. No, but we will be coming up tonight at, uh, I think it's around 6.30. She's going to be coming on Global News. You'll get it here on CHED. Uh, she's going to, sort of a State of the Union address about this, uh, about the whole Trans Mountain. This is devastating for the, for the NDP mm-hmm. government today. So she's going to come on and read a statement, is what we're told from her office. And then our reporters, the CHED reporters, Global reporters, are going to be able to take questions. So that's coming up uh, right around 6.30, I think, tonight. Okay, That could yeah. change. It's all, this is like version number 9.8 from the Premier's <laughs> office today. <laughs> but uh, that's the way things go, and it's something like this, and this is in such a state of flux right now. I mean, they're scrambling, so it'll be interesting to hear what she has to say, yeah. and then how she how she responds to some pretty tough questions from reporters. Uh, tough questions from record, reporters and some criticism as well For from sure. some other politicians as well. So if you're wondering right now what it means, uh, we know that uh, any work that was being done at the Kinder Morgan plant has been halted. They're working on Just the on pipeline work, though. Yeah. You know, there's uh, all the other work at Kinder Morgan continues on. No one's getting laid off or anything mm-hmm. like that. We should ma- make that very clear. It's it's that uh, it's it's just not business as usual when it comes to the pipeline. For sure. Now, uh, one of the things, of course, we talked about um, the uh, the First Nations in in BC. Now, the court combined into one case nearly two dozen lawsuits calling for the Energy Board's review to be overturned. Mm-hmm. Um, again, they had uh, the First Nations in BC had argued that the federal government didn't adequately consult with. With them, and right. that's what we saw in the decision today. Um, they said that there was no meaningful two-way dialogue, and you can bet, and you know, um, that there's a, a lot of folks celebrating this decision in BC, including BC Grand Chief Stuart Phillip. But ever so briefly, I too want to acknowledge all of the uh, people that stood in solidarity with. Tsleil-Waututh, with Squamish, with Coldwater, with the Stalo people, and stood on the right side of history and, and took the stand with a, a deep sense of dedication and commitment and integrity, knowing and understanding that this is the, um, the fight and the battle of our generation, that the future of our grandchildren depends on our ability and our courage and our integrity to stand up and defend the land and defend the water. And that's what we're seeing unfold here. I want to particularly thank all our dear friends and neighbors uh, throughout the province, throughout this country and internationally who have expressed their support for this indigenous struggle that we're having here in British Columbia and in Canada. 
we denounced the so-called consultation process from the very beginning. We described it as fundamentally flawed, and the courts have uh, upheld that, that observation. Uh, we know that um, the fact that the astounding fact that there was little consideration for Burrard Inlet, for the Salish Sea, and all of the river systems and the marine ecosystems and, and the precious resources that that represents for all British Columbians was completely ignored. In order for a new consultation to take place, they would have to go back to square one and redo the entire thing. It would cost absolutely millions and millions of dollars um, as a consequence of the unholy alliance between the government of Canada and the resource uh, sector in attempting to take shortcuts to get to yes. So today, uh, my um, faith in the judicial system has been somewhat restored, but I've been around the block, and this is not my first rodeo. <laughs> and I know that this fight and this battle will continue. It will continue day by day, month by month, year by year before we can finally stand back and, and say that uh, BC is off limits for toxic resource development uh, projects that do not respect the land and the waters of British Columbia, do not uh, respect the coast of British Columbia and the rights, the human rights in the interests of all British Columbians and indigenous peoples in this country so on behalf of my uh, 15 grandchildren, I want to thank all of you that were part of this glorious battle. Why limp-limped? And that was uh, BC Grand Chief Stuart Phillip uh, responding to the uh, to the uh, decision today regarding the Trans Mountain Pipeline. Gord Steinke joining me in studio this afternoon. Mm -hmm. We'll take a quick break here. Uh, UCP leader Jason Kenney. He's coming up next. He's already made his comments uh, just a little while ago, so we want to bring that to uh, to our listeners here too. We're talking about uh, the Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion and the fact that the Federal Court of Appeal has overturned Ottawa's approval of, of the expansion. Uh, need to go back and redo uh, Phase 3, which in big part, uh, Gord, includes um, negotiations and conversations with First Nations, especially well, in BC. That's right, just because they were just saying, you know, that there's just not enough consultations been done. And what did you say that report was? They, they got a lot of work to do, like yeah. 300 pages. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to it's going to take a while. This is going to slow everything right down. So we've been hearing throughout the afternoon from different leader or from different um, uh, members of uh, Parliament. We heard from the Finance Minister Bill Marneau. We heard from uh, Conservative leader Andrew Scheer. We've heard from BC uh, Premier uh, Horgan. I'll bring you those clips coming up. Um, we're still waiting to hear from Premier Rachel Notley. We're expecting tonight yeah. around six thirty. Around six thirty, she's going to be coming on Global News. She'll be uh, doing a, a, a statement mm -hmm. about this, about you know what it means and where we're headed and how did this happen and where do we go and then she'll be taking questions from reporters after this, that. So that'll all be live uh, coming up in our 6 o'clock newscast. This is a major kick in the ass for the yeah, uh, really for the is. provincial NDP. Okay, uh, UCP leader Jason Kenney spoke uh, less than an hour ago on uh, what's happened today. Here is his uh, opening statement. This decision suggests that 
we cannot get major infrastructure built that creates wealth, prosperity and jobs. Uh, the federal government, I believe, acted in good faith in undertaking uh, Aboriginal consultations. Uh, but how can the government respond to an ever-moving legal standard? Uh, and uh, uh, the uh, National Energy Board was clear in its decision that it uh, did not have jurisdiction uh, to regulate uh, marine traffic. Uh, these are uh, uh, issues that should not be at this stage after a billion dollars and years of reviews, endless consultations. Uh, we should not be going back to the drawing board yet again. Uh, don't forget, this is on top of the um, uh, Northern Gateway pipeline being cancelled by Justin Trudeau, the Energy East pipeline being killed. Um, the reason why we become so dependent on the Trans Mountain pipeline expansion is because these other routes have been shut down by a federal government uh, that talks tough on uh, Canada's energy industry but doesn't act accordingly. This is why Kinder Morgan left Canada. Uh, they could see this ongoing uncertainty. That's why they sold out and unfortunately taxpayers are now left holding the bag. So we would call on the uh, Government of Canada immediately to appeal today's decision to the Supreme Court of Canada um, and to immediately pursue whatever uh, additional consultations the federal court is uh, demanding. Uh, on top of that, we'd call on Alberta's NDP to withdraw the carbon tax, which supposedly was going to get pipelines built. Um, today's uh, decision is not about electoral politics. It does, however, remind us that Alberta's NDP has been wrong from day one in promising pipeline construction as a result of punishing Albertans with a carbon tax. We've been paying that carbon tax now for a couple of years. Um, it's made the cost of everything higher, but it's done nothing to uh, get us the so-called social license. The groups that went to court that won today uh, we're not persuaded by this carbon tax. They don't care that Premier Notley and Justin Trudeau are going to raise that carbon tax by 67%. They don't care how much Alberta consumers are punished by. They will continue to do everything they can, legally and illegally, to stand in the way of the development of Canada's resources. Today is a win for the OPEC dictatorships. It's a win for Donald Trump. He gets to continue uh, to buy Canadian oil at a steep discount while reselling American oil to the rest of the world at a, uh, a, at a much higher price. The OPEC dictatorships in Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, uh, and Iran and Qatar, Vladimir Putin's autocracy in Russia are smiling today because it seems like Canada is, is incapable of selling our ethically produced energy in the global markets. So it's bad news for Canadian workers, uh, but it's good news for Donald Trump and the OPEC dictatorships. That's the real practical re uh, result of today's court decision. I think it's, uh, it's a bad day for Alberta, but we won't stop fighting. Uh, and as I've articulated, a future United Conservative government uh, ha will have a, um, a fight-back strategy uh, to, to massively increase our effort uh, to get global access for Alberta and Canadian energy.
So there you have it, uh, UCP leader Jason Kenney speaking less than an hour ago in response to the uh, Trans Mountain announcement today. Again, that uh, expansion would triple the capacity of that pipeline uh, from near Edmonton down to Burnaby to about 890,000 barrels a day. And again, it does increase the number of tankers in Burrard Inlet sevenfold, mm. which is one of the concerns that, well, yeah, that's what the that cons- they had yeah, out there. One of the consultation recommendations, yeah, they're going to have to look at all this again and start basically from scratch. You know what? You know, Kinder Morgan had already won a number of, of court victories, including just that one last week. Yeah. And uh, the Supreme Court dismissed an application from the city of Burnaby to overturn a lower court decision. So I, 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 I would expect that... Some great, great disappointment, especially in the Premier's office today. I suspect um, that she was expecting things to go differently. I think so. The way, yeah, the rhetoric that was leading up to this and, and sort of just the tone that was mm-hmm. up to this, this was uh, totally unexpected. Uh, we're, we'll have full coverage coming up on Global, but it's interesting that uh, I think Fletcher was out. He says, you know, maybe we should just go out and uh, find out what the average person on the street thinks about now you and I own a pipeline. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we kind of saw that coming, but, but now that the pipeline's not going ahead, where do we? Where does it go from here? What do we do with it when yeah. a federal election coming uh, up? Coming as well. up, right? Yeah. And a provincial election coming up. It's going to be interesting to watch. So, uh, Rachel Notley, the premier, expecting to speak on Global tonight around six thirty. We'll keep a, you updated on right. that. Yep, and we'll be take, she'll be taking questions. It's not just a statement she's going to be reading. She'll also be answering reporters' questions. So, I think we'll get a lot of information okay. out of that. Uh, Gord Steinke joining me in studio. Thanks for this this afternoon. For hey, it's uh, been my pleasure. Very nice. I drove the promo vehicle here, which is really <laughs> embarrassing because. <laughs> Your face is on the side? Your face is on them. People are are stopping at a stop line, and I'm just kind of waving. Full coverage on this as well on Global News tonight. Uh, After the 2.30 news, we are going to switch things up a little bit, talk about some uh, plans for um, changes to White Avenue. We will get back to Trans Mountain a little later on the show. The 6.30 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad.